This episode is the season three premiere of Sloppy Horror Podcast. To kick off our new season, we are going to discuss a cult movie that reigns supreme within the world of horror fans, Sleepaway Camp. Released in 1983 in the height of the slasher boom, Sleepaway Camp checked all the necessary boxes to be a successful horror movie. Fresh kills, annoying characters, and a wild plot twist that left the fans scratching their heads as they left the theaters. If you have seen the movie, you're familiar with the surprise ending that shocked audiences. But if you aren't familiar with this movie, I urge you to watch it before listening to the rest of this episode. Because in my opinion, this ending needs to be experienced candidly. I promise you, no film scholar in the world predicted the ending to this movie the first time they watched it, so I encourage you to try. So if you've made it this far, I can safely assume that you've either seen the movie or you just don't like fucking surprises. Either way, here we go. Sleepaway Camp is your typical POV whodunit slasher, showing the victims from the point of view of the killer, but never showing you who the killer is. In the final showdown when we find the killer, the movie reveals that the killer is the sweet first-year camper Angela. But Angela is naked, and Angela has a dick. Major twist. Eat your heart out, M. Night Shyamalan. The ending was the curveball of all curveballs that kept Sleepaway Camp a conversation amongst teenage boys everywhere. The ending is a large part of what made this film reach cult status, but it's not what made it great. What made it great was innovative kills, a booming score, and great character development. Looking at this movie from the eyes of someone living in 2021, I'm not sure what Sleepaway Camp says about transphobia, if anything, but I can tell you it's a great movie, and I can't go three months without watching it. So, without any further ado, I will bring you our personal take on the cult classic, Sleepaway Camp. the sloppy horror podcast i am your host and your scary movie companion christian ramey i'm back for another season clapping them cheeks the best producer in the whole wide world ozark mark what's up mark yes indeed it's season three what's happening here season trace as they say south the border here we're back up in this bitch it's another season with another set of fantastic movies for you that's right. I mean, time does not stop moving, which is kind of weird. It's kind of it's scary sometimes when you think about it. So don't don't do that. That's a wormhole. Don't go down there. Yeah, I know. I, I know. know it's really freaky. But what we're gonna do in the meantime to occupy your guys' boredom and free time, whether you're fucking off at work, whether you're on an airplane, whether your significant other is annoying you, and you just want to put on your headphones. Okay, maybe your significant other is us. Oh. And you're listening to the podcast. Oh. Now you have no choice. Oh. Yep. Real quick. Did you miss us? I know it was a very long week without our beautiful faces and voices here to keep you company. But did you miss us? Let us know. I hate But goodbyes. we're back in this bitch. That's right. Yeah. And what are we talking about here today, Mr. Horror Nerd? Hard podcast hosts, whatever you call yourself these days. What are we talking about? Um, what I am is a fully functioning I'm just kidding, I won't say that. But what I am is excited because we're talking about fucking sleepaway camp. Oh that's like I mean, since we've started this whole ordeal, obviously we know we're gonna throw that in the mix. 
It's like one of my favorite movies of all time. It's so fun. This is just, uh, there's sometimes you could put movies in a category called a fun time. And this movie is at the top of that goddamn list. It's so fun. It's so fun. You'll laugh the whole time. If you have any kind of conscience or sense of humor, you will laugh this whole damn movie. And once again, we're not, you know, we want you to be able to listen to this and get you excited for it if you haven't seen it. But let's be honest, it's a pretty old film, so we will be discussing parts of the film. So, you know, there's some spoilers in there. I really don't even mind spoilers, to be truthful, unless it's like the whole, like, hey, it's his dad. Luke's, you know, Darth Vader's his dad. I don't know. I don't want to know that twist, but, like, you can pretty much tell me everything else. I, yeah, I don't think it matters because I'm, I'm kind of disappointed in myself and in you because you didn't wait to show me this movie and tell me to watch this movie until like two days, two or three days ago. Be honest. I've never heard of this movie before. I'm so jealous. I know, but I watched it for the first time, but I, I watched it because the first thing you showed me just when we were hanging out one day is just the ending and how the ending is like the most, you know, fame, one of the most famous horror movie twists. It's like one you know, of, of all time. Yeah, any kind of movie twist. At the end. So that was the first thing you showed me. So that's the first thing I know, which is, you know, the biggest spoiler of them all. She has a wiener. But it doesn't matter because um, this the, the story of this movie really doesn't make it special to me. It's everything else about this movie. The Jersey 80s actors in this. I was rolling already within the first 15 minutes of this movie this movie to me is a comedy <laughs> more than it is a horror movie this i'm kind of disappointed because there's so many quotes in this that i want to remember that i just can't think of right now so i have to watch this movie multiple times before i get them down but this movie here is gonna leave me with life quotes for the rest of my life the things they say in this it's beyond funny the whole damn time. I mean, like you said, the counselor, he he just plays such a good role. Uh, what the hell is his name? Um, uh, we're going to figure out that goddamn guy's name. Which counselor is it? The, the, old, the old guy? No, the guy that always wore the short shorts. Oh, Ronnie. Ronnie, yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. I love that guy. Uh, he looks like he can, he's like the Hercules of the 80s, but he's such a nice guy. He's so calm. So, it, it, Angela, if, Angela, what's wrong? Are you hungry? Can we get you something to eat? <laughs> <laughs> why don't says, I? Why don't we take a walk in the kitchen and you know you might find something you like? You know, hey, she's just homesick. That's all. Come on, Angela. <laughs> As you can tell from the attire of this man, this is early <laughs> '80s, and I'm serious. Like my boxers are longer than this man's shorts. It looks like somebody painted his outfit on him you know when people do the painting of outfits yes like his chest is literally gonna <laughs> my guy has... his chest is bigger than hulk hogan's chest i swear to god at one point my guy has on like cut off like gray sweatpants tight gray sweatpants shorts it's like what are you doing dude he's just <laughs> throwing dong around and it's like i mean you can't not why are you and then he has like a cut off t-shirt that's skin tight with a collar and it's like and a v-neck there's so many collar on his sleeveless shirt <laughs> <laughs> and oh he's he's oh i want to hang out with that guy though as much as we're making fun of him right now he was like the coolest guy mark you come over here you're making fun of me what's wrong you sound upset what's wrong <laughs> 
he's like my he's like your grandmother as a guy like Christian, what's wrong? Did you not have a good day? What's well, wrong? come in here. Let me make you a sandwich. We could talk about it. You like peanut butter and jelly? Oh, don't no. Be, don't no, be upset. No, I know what you like. You're a peanut butter and tuna guy, aren't you? I am. I am a peanut butter and tuna guy. I think, as you could tell with his attire, how, you know, and his funny, like, wordplay, and all of them, just the way everybody talks shit in this movie, it was sprinkled in, and that's great in the slasher era. Right there, you know, right there in the early 80s, which makes it amazing to me to think that more people don't know it. I mean, obviously, us horror nerds, we're always going to know this movie. But to some people, man, seriously, like, they're unaware. Like you said, I've never heard of this. And you're slightly a horror fan, Mark. Like, you're slightly a guy that knows about horror. So I'm kind of excited to share this episode or do this episode and talk about this movie because I'm hopefully... You know, I'm I'm assuming some of our listeners have never seen this movie, never have heard of it. Yeah. And boy, are you in for a treat. Now, you have to go in <laughs> to this movie expecting what to see. Expect to laugh. Expect to have some horrible acting, like typical 80s acting with a Jersey accent. Yes. And it hits, uh, it hit, it, there's so many funny parts in this. And it, it well, let, let's put it this way. It, let's put it this way. The, I mean, we have a little bias because we are a fan of slashers, um, it's our age group. It's just kind of tends where we fall. And this was in the in the slasher boom. So you're talking like 83. And that's right there like prime time. You know, Tom Savini, Rick Baker, all these dudes are like kicking ass. And it wasn't an old premise yet. It wasn't an old horse at that point. I mean, now you're like, oh, it's a slasher. Let me guess. All the people die and they're at a camp. There was no cliche yet. They were new. And it's not like everybody, hey, stream it on Netflix. I mean, we talk about this all the time. It's like you just went to the movie theater and saw it. Yeah. You just went to a drive-in. You're like, holy shit. Everything like, <laughs> everything held so much more value back in those times. Yeah. I mean, if you were fucking rich, you had to, like a Betamax player. And eventually, you know, VHS, that ruled the 90s, and people started being able to collect. But people weren't doing that in fucking 83, not unless you had some fucking cha-ching. So you would take your lady out and be like, let's go watch this. She's like, I don't want to watch another scary movie. And you're just like, nah, it's going to be cool. It's going to be cool. And it's like totally not for her, but you're just locked in there. If I was in the 80s, whatever poor, fortunate, unfortunate soul that would have dated me would have got dragged to so many fucking movies. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, And you can't leave the theater. Like, you know, you can't leave. Well, they still had drive-ins in the 80s, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess if you want it to be dramatic, you could take off. But I'm not chasing you. If these movies, I'm watching them for the first fucking time, sleepaway camps on, I'm not leaving that. You'd be like, we're getting a fucking divorce. I'm like, okay, well, let's talk about it in about 47 minutes when this is over. <laughs> <laughs> this is a really, a really fun... I, I, I haven't had this much, much fun watching a movie, honestly, in, in quite a while. Uh, that makes Honestly. me very happy. I knew you would enjoy it because like, I was, I was, I was smiling pretty much the whole time because I'm just waiting for the next scene to pop up and what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. You know, and let's be, you know, there's a lot of similarities. Like we're speaking with the slasher, so this is very much the Kmart and Walmart for Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, if you want to be honest, but let's be realistic here. So Friday the Thirteenth had better kills. Hands down. They were just more in your face. You got to see the blood. It came at you. You saw more penetration of the blade. You know, it, you saw skewering of people, killing of people in wheelchairs. 
But that's not to say Sleepaway Camp is bad in the kill department. It holds up. There's a lot of great effects. Um, The music, I will credit to Friday the 13th, obviously. Dude, the music comes in the fucking Sleepaway Camp. like You don't know how the fuck to feel. Like The Shining kind of builds with that drive around the windy road. Yeah, you talk about the beginning where they're just showing the empty camp. Oh, yeah, it's like... It's, it's intense. just a lake, dude. Yeah, you're like your whole speakers rump. You're like, what's going on? Like, this isn't even like building. It's there. They did it cool as well because they had like uh, <laughs> camp kid sounds in the background with the creepy music. You're like, if you're, you never seen this before. You're like, what the fuck happened here? Holy shit! It's like trumpets and it's yeah. It's almost like the peak of the kill in a movie, what you would anticipate the music to be. They're just like, yeah, let's open with that. That's going to be good. So you kind of know right away something's weird is going to happen. But I think Sleepaway Camp, where it teeters better than Friday the 13th, is character development. There's a lot of great characters in Sleepaway Camp. As corny and as cheesy it is, as it is, you really like kind of believe the you know parallels. They do it well. It's very they much did. a camp. Yeah, they do do it well. I mean, they've nailed a camp to the T in this. I mean, it's everything you'd expect to happen at a camp. Kids are cussing up a fucking storm, <laughs> dogging shit to all of them. There's always bullies getting other people. <laughs> you know what I mean? The the first the one of the girls that develop early is yes. the popular one talking to all the older <laughs> boys, which is Judy. I'm telling you, the part that made the first part that really just made me roll. And I'm gonna use this is one of the quotes that I'm gonna just bust out randomly throughout my life. Is in they first get there and it's Ricky and um Angela, which you'll do your synopsis in a minute if you don't know what I'm talking yeah. about. But his friend Paul comes up, you know, they greet each other and he's walking away. He goes, Hey Rick Wait till you get a load of Judy. Man, oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) He's talking about her fucking boobies. He's talking about his boobies. He's got each hand underneath one of the boobies, and he's just, like, juggling them. It's so funny. Man, oh, man. (laughs) And then Rick's cheesy face, like, yeah? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know what's funny, though? Because that's, like, totally conversations you would have. Oh, Absolutely. So, you know, you and your friend back in the day saw a girl saw a girl that developed early in your age group, and you're like, "Man, have you seen so and so?" Me and my but me and my buddy Ryan, we had like we were like fourteen, fifteen. We got this neighbor girl to flash us through the window. You know, it's kind of awkward because we had like boners together, but it was cool <laughs> because we saw her boobs. You know, and I'll never forget that. That was a victory. You were boner brothers. I mean, we were. We were for a moment. Yeah. I mean, in that moment hey, in time, so, it was hey, worth it. Hey, it's okay. You know, I got a boner. What are you going to do? You know? Yeah. And this was before the age of like texting. Like, we were like writing notes in a window, like, show me them titties. Yeah, whatever. I mean, that's not awkward. You know, when you're going through puberty in school, you get a random boner in math class. When no the wind blows. Reasons. Yes. <laughs> when the wind blows. <laughs> yeah, I can fuck. What's up? <laughs> it's breakfast, bud. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just could fuck all day. Yeah. Something wrong. Are you perverted in the brain? Yeah, for sure. Oh, absolutely. Every male is. I'm just saying, I hate yeah. to break it to you. <laughs> no, I'm saying it's a problem. Are you perverted? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm a piece of shit. Okay? Yeah. Just accept it. All right? Just accept it. Okay. I'm going to give you a little wrap-up, though, boys and girls, because I do think that, right? I'm not going to walk through the whole fucking movie and tell you scene by scene what happens. We're going to come up with a cool name for this fucking segment. You know, the, you know, 
the quickie, something, something here, the wrap up, the nut up, nut up inside you, okay, the nutshell up inside you, maybe that's it, you know, we'll work on it, but here's what happens, okay, beginning of this movie, we have a dad swimming with two children, brother and sister, all right, they're swimming, all of a sudden a fucking boat comes hot and heavy out of nowhere with bad actors on it, and they kill the dad and one of the fucking kids, right, next thing you know, There are two teenage kids, Ricky and Angela, okay? Angela is the surviving member of that boat wreck, okay? Ricky is her cousin. She now lives with an aunt, okay? And this aunt is the weirdest fucking overacting... And you don't know if she's serious or, like, what's going on. Like, it's kind of fucking with you. It, it, It absolutely fucked with me. I have no clue what it is about this late... I mean, I love it, though. Yeah, oh, oh fuck, she's weird. It. Yeah. Oh, no, simply hmm. that won't do at all. Oh, no, anyway, that's it water will. under the bridge. I always say water under the bridge. <laughs> yeah, fucking weird, man. Straight up weirdo. Oh, it wouldn't work any other way, though. I wouldn't have that character any other way. Real weirdo, huh? Yes. So, (laughs) you guys remember, if you guys have ever seen John Carpenter's body bags, you know exactly what we're talking about. That guy, that like weird player guy that comes to the bath or like comes to get gas and he's like, what's going on, dollface? And she's like, "Uh, can you help me out and check out there's a weird guy in the bathroom? He's like, oh, weirdo, huh? (laughs) Weirdo, huh? Yeah. Weirdo, huh? Oh, my God. Please watch that. Just, just look. Watch Go, the whole thing. You're probably listening on your phone. Go to your phone. Type in, what is it? Body Bags, John Carpenter. Body Bags, John Carpenter, and get to the weirdo guy. Watch it. It's great. Anyway, continue on. Okay. So, Ricky and Angela, they're going to camp. Angela has not been to camp before, okay? Yes. But Ricky has, which is strange that Ricky has gone multiple times, but like Angela is like now clearly older than she was than in the accident, and clearly this aunt has been grooming her. We will go in more on that later. Okay. So, it's weird that she hadn't fucking gone, but maybe she kept her out. Okay. So, anyways, they go to camp. Ricky is kind of like a little camp legend, right? He's done fuck some of these girls up there. He's All the dudes fuck with him, you know, except for the older guys. They fuck with him because he's like maybe like freshman age or eighth grade age. I don't you know. know what, you, yeah. let, let, let's just say that, right? Sure. These older guys are like, you know, junior, seniors. He doesn't have any chest hair yet. Not, not yet. Okay. So, Angela is very fucking silent. She doesn't talk much. Doesn't give a lot to other people. So, these girls, they start fucking with her when she gets to camp. And everybody starts fucking with Ricky. Like, what's wrong with your cousin? She fucking stupid or something. You know. And she's not. She's not. I told you she was playing with half a deck. (laughs) What's really funny, too, is throughout the freakouts that people, like, fuck with Angela. They throw water balloons at her and people fuck with her. Ricky, like, comes to her defense in, like, the funniest way because it's, like, really real. Like, you kind of remember those, like, 12, 13-year-old age when you're talking shit and you don't know how all the way? And he's like, you cocksuckers, motherfuckers, I'll whip your fucking ass all up this fucking park, you motherfuckers. Like, and it's really funny. To, like, I lose it Dude, each there's freak out. funnier than a, a child cussing. It's hilarious. You cocksuckers. Because, you know, around that age, that's when you're, like, comfortable with saying cuss words, like, around your friends. You know how it is. You just turn that filter on. Every other word is a cuss word. Fuck you, cocksucker. <laughs> I'll beat your fucking asses, you fucking pricks. Yeah, now that, that's some funny shit right there. Yes. So he comes to her rescue a lot, and then 
all the people that fuck with her end up fucking dying, okay? Very jollo, very stalker, slasher-esque in the sense where you don't see the killer, but you get the point of view shot of the killer as these murders are going on. And pretty sick, pretty sick. There it's, is It's it's very similar to uh, the, that Friday the 13th kills when you don't see... Friday the 13th. I don't think I've seen that one. Shut up. You know what I'm talking about, where you yeah. don't see the killer. Yeah, POV. Mm-hmm. Even Michael Myers has some of that, you yes. know, in the opening. Mind you Good very sh- much of that. Good stuff. Good stuff. Leech up. And I tell you, Mark, there's that fun, you know, I, we're, it's not a kill, as Mark told me before. It's, it's not, not a kill. It's not a kill. But there's a die for it to be a kill. We don't know how this man's conditions turned out, but he was severely fucking burned. So this guy's, like, got this giant, like, this creepy cook. He's got this giant pot in the kitchen. Like, I'm talking like fucking a four-foot pot. He's like boiling corn or some shit in it. Yeah. And it's boiling, and he's standing on his chair, like, mixing it up, and then, like, you don't see the killer. It's the point of view shot, and then they, like, are pulling out the chair. This giant-ass pot falls on this dude, and he gets burned. It's, like, pretty brutal. Dude acts that pretty well. Dude, the screams in this movie are just unsettling just because they're so loud and so long and so (laughs) over the top. Yeah. That dude gets burnt up real crispy. Some good special effects there. Um, And that kind of starts off the whole, you know, barrage of killing. In the end, what happens is, you know, everybody's looking for the killer. Now, obviously, in the camp, owner, this dude, Mel, he thinks, like, he thinks it's Ricky because everybody keeps fucking with Angela and he freaks out on him and then these people die. He thinks he's got it all put together. Well, like, after the final murder, all of a sudden, Angela pops up. She's the fucking killer, and she's naked, and she's got a fucking dick, okay? And it throws everybody off. So what had happened was, in that boat crash we had mentioned earlier, actually, the little girl fucking died, and the aunt took the little boy and raised him as a little girl, okay? And that explains Angela's awkwardness. But the actress is a girl, Felissa Rose, uh, or I Felissa think, Rose, yeah, yes. Felissa, yeah, not yeah, Felissa. Um, she is a girl, obviously beautiful, I might add. So like, but it fucked with people because people didn't know back then. Like, you don't have like IMBD, so they're like, does that girl for have a dick? Am mm-hmm. I gay? Is yeah. she cute? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, it's like, you're like, what's happening? <laughs> no, it's definitely a girl, because you could tell the difference when they make her manly. Right, it's right. A, it's a dude. Like, Yeah, it is a dude. Seen. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of the whole, and, and that's what kind of, uh, the, the whole package is what makes this movie iconic. But for you, those of you ha- who have seen it, you know. You you obviously know these facts, but we want to catch the people up to speed. Don't be fucking yawning away, yawning over there. You need a sleepaway camp, Mark. Do you need to go to sleepaway? I'll send you to military school, Buster. Get your act together. Your mother and I work hard. We don't need you up in here with all this malarkey underneath our house. When you get old enough and you get your own goddamn house, you can do what you want in it. You can open up all the windows, turn on the air conditioner, okay? Open up the refrigerator and let. All the energy out you want. But when you're in my house, you will respect your mother and I. Christian, what's wrong? <laughs> what are you upset about? Is your energy bill going up? Look, I got I got ways around this. We can make this work. I'm upset that my jaw's cut off doesn't have a collar. 
<laughs> Dude, look, I'm telling you, like, this is what they wore. <laughs> these cutoffs. What's up, guys? Like, you had a bet. What are they called? Like belly shirts or something? Yeah. God, man, they're like male sports bras. Like, how are those ever a fashion thing? I have no idea. But like, half the dudes wear them. And just the, like the some of the eight. There's the early '80s <laughs> just attire some of these kids are wearing you just laugh it's so funny you know how males now are like oh you know thank god for yoga pants that kind of deal we live at a great time obviously because women are liberated and free and they can dress how the fuck they want and i think most males prefer that <laughs> you know what i mean for so when i look at the 80s attire am i like was this like you know fucking dreamland for the ladies everybody was just rocking cut off gray sweatpants and then people were wearing just cut off shirts all the time flexing and shit like yeah we wear belly shirts just the shortest shorts you can imagine how come everybody's legs so look so good in the 80s like my know. legs <laughs> would be like hairy and pale and fucking couple <laughs> like scarred mosquito bites because i'm itching them so bad and <laughs> my knees my knees are ashy as shit i'm white i definitely don't put lotion on all the time so you know i have to or i'll turn into like a fucking reptile a reptile yeah. i will look like the guy that got burned yeah in the fucking pot you are gin. You are slightly gingerish. I am. I've got, I'm a daywalker, if you will. Yeah, you're pretty. You're good hybrid. <laughs> Just like Blade, if you will. You know, it depends on the sun. Sometimes it shows my true elements. It's not good for me. I thrive in the nighttime. Yeah. So who is um, Ronnie? Your favorite character? Probably just because I he's I see him the most and just talking like <laughs> talking it like he's he's one of the characters like throughout the whole movie. Like I don't want to pick. I have favorite parts and stuff, which are done by different people. But, yeah, Ronnie's just, you know, hilarious to me. I do like Ronnie a lot. Um, I, he, I might be Ricky for me. I Like, his shit talking and his, I don't know. Something was very funny about him because he talked a lot of shit, too. He talked how you would expect a kid that age to talk away at camp. <laughs> <laughs> this older kid was fucking with him. Like, then you say, like, this guy blows dog dicks. <laughs> and he says, <laughs> no, no, he's like... And he's going up to when they're playing the softball game. Ricky's out in the outfield and they're talking shit to each other. Like, hey, this guy blows dead dogs. He won't know. <laughs> what? And he's like, eat shit and die, Ricky. Eat shit and live, Bill. Like, oh, because I've heard that phrase so many times. I've never thought to say eat shit and live. That's kind of worse. Yeah, clap. Yeah. What a clap back. Eat right. shit and live. Yeah. And he says it very, eat shit and live, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> and all nonchalantly. Very nice. I don't know if this was like off the cuff or written in dialogue, how any of this was, but whoever did it, two thumbs up. Yeah, it's, you, know, you know what? Another thing I realized, because I, okay, I'm born in 91. Okay. 19. Born in uh, 1991. So a lot of things I, that brought me back was the, when the, you know, the kids are in the uh, boys' bungalow or whatever and they're fucking with the Einstein, I think they call him, right? The kid with glasses. Yeah, little nerdy kid. Yeah, what's, what they call him Einstein, right? I don't know what the fuck they called him when they when they put their ass on his face. Yeah, so you got the put their ass on your face trick, which I thought was the f first time I saw that was in heavyweights. So I was like, oh shit, there it is. Like I didn't yeah. know this was around that long. And then the shaving cream in the face, Mighty Ducks, too. was the Mighty Ducks. That's the first time I saw it. But I'm like, oh shit, they were doing this still. Like these tricks have been around that long. Fuck mm -hmm. yeah, it was cool. To, nice little memories when you watch that. It's like Flashbacks. there was a beauty in not having fucking internet because you had to do some stuff. Yeah. Like, and fuck with people. But at the same light, like, being myself, 
Could you picture falling asleep and like somebody's like, God, oh, we drew on you. Yeah. Hey, you know what else is fun with that too? Huh. You don't push people into any water now. There's too many electronic. Your set of keys could be electronic. You yeah. don't ever push anybody into water. No. I mean, that could be a thousand dollar fucking damage if you push somebody in the water. Yeah. How come in like before cell phones, that was like a major thing. Okay, myself being born in 89, I have a question for people born before 89. Was pushing people in water like a thing that happened a lot, or was it just the movies? Is it like quicksand? You know, because quicksand seemed like, you know, it would be a, a, a danger in life. I've never even seen quicksand. Well, not, no, pushing somebody in the water now, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. dangerous, but back then, no, because what do they have in their pocket? But did they do it that often? Because it's in a lot so. of fucking I would, ass- I would assume so. I mean, I've pushed people in water before. You're going to watch um, this. I mean, usually it's in a swimming pool, but, you know. You're not going to be able to watch TV the same You're, or old movies the same. I guarantee there's some water pushing going on. There's some. <laughs> there <yeah>. is, though. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Every yeah. movie, somebody shoves somebody in the water. Oh, yeah, they do. You're right. And, and, and like, they took it so, like, you guys. Like, nowadays, people would come out like, my fucking phone. Yeah, their life's, people carry their life. Their life has become their phone, and they carry their life. Their my Apple pocket. Watch. Does it piss you off when you see something like, you know, when back in those days, right, before cell phones, you actually just took in the moment and enjoyed the Thing that you're seeing in real life and so you see fuck i don't know like a majestic bald eagle or something it's just sitting on your fucking 10 feet away from you. you're like let me get my phone and watch this moment through the phone when it's right in front of me and it's shared to everybody so they care too yeah who was that like the alan uh watts or who the fuck was that guy's name but he was saying like it's it's a horrible thing though like because people value looking at the picture or the video of an event more than the event itself yeah Exactly. Which is kind of bullshit. And I do very much. Uh, I, I would have embraced a lot of it and I would have loved it. But it's like I would want to go back without the fucking knowledge because it's like, dude, could you picture like watching something or seeing something and be like, where's that from? Or what year did this happen? And you just couldn't find out unless you had a fucking book mm-hmm. or like some, like you had to do some like, oh, man, I want to listen to that David Bowie song. Well, you better fucking. I didn't do it. Uh, Stop tapping the table. Look. What I'm saying to you, if you wanted to listen to an old track, you had to go to the fucking record store. Like, huh, cool, you better go there. Or good luck if it comes on the radio. That's why everything, like I said before, everything back then had such more value to it. It meant more because you actually had to put in work to do whatever it is you want instead of just, now it's it's desensitized now because everything's in your pocket. And there's no superstars anymore, not to like... You know, when Led Zeppelin came to fucking town, the only pictures you saw were, like, on their album cover, if that. You weren't watching them like, hey, guys, I'm making my frappe from Dunkin' on Snapchat. Like, you're not watching Wiz Khalifa go to fucking the Gucci store on Snapchat or Twitter. Like, you didn't know what the fuck Robert Plant was doing. He was doing majestic stuff with fairies and a fucking river. You didn't know, and he just came to your town and rocked the fucking town away. Like, they were, like, legend rock star. Like, you don't have that much now. It's just like, oh, it's John Travolta. He flies planes. I saw him last month. You see his Instagram post? Like, you're like, oh. It kind of, I mean, which is cool that you get to see the people that you like so much, but it kind of takes away... Um, 
I don't want to know that much about Michael Jordan because I might not like him as much. I don't want to know everything about Mike Tyson because I might not like him as much. You know, like kind of give me like the. I don't uh, want to know anything because I really care. <laughs> that too. You know, I don't. It's just now it's so like it's so easy to get in trouble. It's just it's all useless information. Yeah, but I don't know if I could go not. I don't know if everybody utilizes the technology like they should because it is information, but I do try to learn something new every day. As fucking corny or lame as that sounds, I do that. Well, that's uh, one of my teachers told me in college. He said, make an effort to learn something new every day. At but even if thing. it's something stupid, if you're like, what the fuck is that uh, band? I've never heard of that. Even right. if it's something as stupid as that or if you hear a word, you, you like if somebody drops a fancy word on you and you're like, what the fuck is that? And you look it up. Okay, cool. You, I love like that kind of how it's made or whatever. Just something. It doesn't have to be super complex, but just try to fucking learn something. I mean, you got a fucking computer with every answer you could possibly ask outside of like the you know uh, godly questions. You know what I? You know what I saw? Oh, it's a commercial for. This is a commercial on TV. Okay. It's an app on the phone where all you have to do is take a picture of the math problem and it will show you how to do it for you step by step. The exact math problem. They'll work it out step by step. I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, how do kids not get straight A's anymore? Every kid should get a straight A in math. Like, that pisses me off. You you had to call, you know, your parents over here or somebody <laughs> new math and they had to figure it out too so it took like 20 minutes for one problem that's why doing homework sucked back then dude it sucks now for the fact that like i can't help them because they switch to that like common core like whatever the fuck it is and then like i'll, I'll get the right answer but it's wrong because you didn't do it right on paper <laughs> yeah like, what the fuck do you mean mm-hmm. how do you do it different <laughs> <laughs> i tell you what uh this uh this movie sleepaway camp i'm telling you it's it's it, it makes you want to go to a summer camp for the summer we should go. No. Yeah, we're going to the fucking Friday the 13th camp, okay? We can't do it in June. Obviously, it's too fucking soon, but they have some in late August, and Sloppy Horror Podcast will be there, and we will give away custom Sloppy Horror Podcast vibrator size to your host and your podcast producer. You awake down there, Ozark? That's not what we're doing, but we will go there. I want to see that shit. I want to make a trip of that. It was fucking super cheap. All right? It's in New Jersey. Let's go there. You're a producer. It would be lots of fun. You guys can come with us. Who wants to come? Let's tell you a fuck. Let's go. Are you coming back around the track here? You're getting way off the topic here. Christian, what's wrong? We're talking about horror movies here, and we're talking about a camp, and we're talking about going there. That's where we're going to travel. Okay, you know all about you. I guess you're just trying to pick my brain, asking me what the fuck I know about this movie. Oh, 
my goodness, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everywhere over there, welcome to the What Do You Know here. This is a segment here where we're here to tell you something that you may or may not know about this movie. So we're going to tell you what we know that you didn't know, and then once you do know, you're going to connect with us, and you're going to have a we-no-gasm because you don't know the stuff before but now you know and it's all pleasure through your brain clickety clacking and you're gonna be like oh i didn't know that but now i know that <laughs> yeah so why don't you start it off here and tell me something that you don't know about this movie here yeah you go okay yeah i tell you things i know brother let's go do it okay do it here's a fact you may or may not know about this movie a little boy and a little girl beginning a movie they're with the dead there's a tragedy they get hit by a boat boat on the water kills dead I, I figured that's what you meant when you say get hit by a boat and one of the childs you find out it's not the, it's a different child but the little boy yeah in that fucking water yeah you ever watch the Jersey Shore yeah you know the situation yeah that's his brother. That's his brother. The little boy. The out little there. boy is Mike. This is situation's brother. Yeah. Then he grows up to have long hair with a dick and kills people. Angel. It's a hard world, you know. You know, that's what you gotta do. That's pretty good, though. And that's pretty good. That's a pretty good thing to know. There, I know something about this movie here. Tell me, please. Um, there's uh, there's a scene where you know it's I think it's the second kill in the movie where uh, the kid's on the canoe. He's going for a boat ride. You know, when he's fucking with the girl, he flips it over. When he flipped over the uh, the boat, he fucking scraped and cut his hand, split it almost halfway open under that under that rock there. It's very shallow water. Ouchie. Yeah. Yeah, he should have got a stunt double for that. Apparently, if you know there was fucking rocks, how you not know there's rocks fucking under you? Shit. Split his hand wide open, had to get stitches and all that shit. What do you know here? Look, that's pretty interesting stuff. I, I know you. it is. That's why I said it. I'll tell you something else I know. Please do. You know. You know, this movie doesn't have a crazy amount of facts. Oh, some, of these, some of these people don't even know about the movie. No. So, you know, this is little... little so this is, like a, a, this, is, this is like an extra, what do you know, to may, you. Yeah. Yeah. What else you know? I know may, you know something else. Or may not, but you know. Yeah. When they took this movie... Uh-huh. And they put it on a DVD, you know, the disc you put in... And they came out with a little package with all of these movies together. Right. They put, like, a little first aid kit thing on there. And, you know, it was bloody handprint. It looks scary. With a red cross, they got a hold of it. They said, nah, uh You don't use red crosses. That's our thing. We want it. So now the red cross owns all the sleepaway camps. No, that last part's not true. Yeah, that okay. can't be true there. No, but they said no more putting no more putting our shit on your movies. Yeah, the Red Cross, they got a little bitchy. Yeah, that's not fair. We stand for health and recovery. You know, that movie not made me laugh. Not chicks with dicks killing kids at camp. Look, that's true. That's true, but it made me laugh. And what what's better to recovery than feeling good? You tell me that, Red Cross. Yeah, you tell me that there. That's a good fact. That's a good fact. I got one more here. Please. For the sleepaway camp. Tell me. I will tell you. Okay. So, you know, we recently talked about the POV kill shots where you're going from Angela's point of view, right? POV? POV? POV. POV? Yeah, POV. POV. Point of view. POV. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not 
actor Angelina Rose. Felicity. Fel what is it? Felicity Rose. Felicity Rose. I'm sorry. Angela's character, Felicity Rose. It's not Felicia Rose doing the kills in this movie. It's that actor Ricky. You know why? Because his hands are very much masculine. So they wanted to have more masculine hands to make bow. the yeah. So make the uh, the uh, the twist make more sense. Because you know it's a dude. He's got hair on them knuckles. There's hair on no. He don't have hair on them knuckles. He's like twelve. It's probably it's barely know. hair on the balls. That's true. The ears. The That's psh, true. you know. That's true. Lucky guy. Do? What I got hair do? growing everywhere. What are you going to do? What are you going to do here? So is that all you know? I think that's everything. I think that's everything we know here for what do you know. So until next time, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, girls with dicks, guys with vaginas, chicks with, you know. Whatever you this, got. Whatever you got between your legs, you now know what we know. So I hope you enjoy your we know gasm. Now make sure you get a towel and clean up. Oh, I feel informed. How could you not? I mean, I know more things. Who needs school when you got those guys? It's a very good point. It's a very good point. So, sleep, so sleepaway camp, Christian Ramey. What about it? What's your favorite part? It's hard to pick, I know. But what are your favorite? What is your favorite part of this motion picture? Wowzers. So, um, if we really had to break it down... I'm a big public. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I'm a big public freakout guy. So like, I love to watch people lose their shit. I very much liked watching the camp owner Mel, like, cause he thinks Ricky did it. So he like grabs him. He's like, "You motherfucker!" Like he starts beating the shit out of this kid. Yeah. Like at one point, and like you kind of feel him, cause he's upset. All these kids are dying. Yeah. But they kind of lead you on this. It's always like a who done it, no slashers, and they kind of lead you down this path of. Who the fuck's doing this? And like they kind of lead you to think, is this the is the counselor guy doing it? You know, is Ricky doing it? Maybe some people suspect, you know, were suspicious of Angela, thinking like maybe it was her. Yeah. But at that moment, you kind of get like, it's not this fucking dude because he's like pissed. He's yeah. like trying to figure out what's going on. He's trying to cover up each murder so he can keep getting money. You know. I think the part where they hit Angela with a water balloon and Ricky loses his shit. He's, you cocksucker, motherfucker. I'll whip your ass up and down this park, you pieces of shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's such an innocent, like, teenage kid. But Until that happens. <laughs> I, I, For some reason, like, I just can't keep my shit together when people lose it like that. That was raw emotion. Yeah. And he killed it. It was amazing. So that's probably my favorite part. Yes. My favorite part is kind of similar thought process to yours. I absolutely love it when people lose their shit, too. Especially dads. Yes, because I, cause I, <laughs> I do, too, on the inside. I don't show it when, you know, oh, people are outside. around. But I did. some people have seen me lose my shit before. But the part, it's after the second uh, kill in the movie where uh, it's the next morning after the night where they, uh, the kid gets killed in the canoe. Yeah. Right. So it's the next morning, and one of the, I think he's the lifeguard counselor. He's one of the counselors for sure, but I think he's like the main lifeguard one or whatever. And he comes out and he has to go clean up everything that they did last night. So there's like chairs and tables in the water and all this stuff. So he comes out just pissed as fuck. He's like, what the heck is all this? You know? And then he, he throws something and he trips back in the water. He's like, 
Look at that, put this here. No, and then he goes, these pecker heads suck. Yeah. <laughs> and then he gets up and then he looks and there's this, the canoe on the shore. He's like, how the hell did that get there? <laughs> like, have you ever lost your shit when no one's around and you're like cleaning up after somebody? And you're like, how the fuck did this get here? <laughs> His <laughs> anger is so funny. I love it when people are so angry because I'm an angry person too. <laughs> I know. So I love to see people like let out their frustrations. And that scene is just perfect. I can't watch it without dying laughing. Every time. Oh my God. Beckerhead! These Beckerheads suck! <laughs> As he's tripped over something in water. <laughs> well, do it live! <laughs> Shit sucks! <laughs> Fuck it! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, see, shit. I'm losing my, I'm losing it now just talking about the scene. Oh my god! Yeah, that's absolutely love that part. It's very short, very random, not significant to the movie whatsoever, except for he discovers the body, which is kind of cool. It's kind of a cool uh, kill that they did with the, it's the, the snake coming out of his eye. That was a pretty cool little effect though in that kill. Pretty legit. Yeah, it was pretty legitimate. Added a little bit of lightning in a bottle, as you would say, to that scene. It did make it fun. It did make it fun. But sure you want to talk about the lightning in the bottle? Should we put like a little uh, rating on this bad boy? I guess we should. Okay. Sloppy horror rating, baby. Yeah. Hello. Welcome to the Sloppy Horror Podcast Rating. This is where we rate the movie with four categories. Three categories worth three points. One category worth one point. <laughs> For a total of 10 points. And I'm the host of this segment. Why? Because I'm not a nerd. Christian Ramey is. He's the one that knows everything. I'm just here. So, let's get right into it. You fucking big teeth fuck you. First category is casting. Go. Even though these actors and actresses have gained some fame in the horror world, or like in the horror light, especially Felissa Rose, um, she's... She's going to be in Terrifier 2. We talked about that. That's going to be pretty cool. She's going to be pretty cool. I feel like I keep mispronouncing her name, but she's not like large on the circuit, but she is at these conventions. But she's great. Super nice. The thing that we always talk about, and this is a prime example, these people don't have to be A-list actors, but I have to believe them when I'm watching them. Is there like a real relationship going on? Do I believe these kids are at camp? Do I believe this kid's talking about boobies do i believe i do i really do they're not a-list actors and it's not like an over-the-top plot where it's like these people are like having to overact a lot there is a little goofy acting as far as like you know like we mentioned with the ant and there's nothing like there's no like forrest gump moments there's no heart-wrenching moments but for what it was you believed it I believed each of those characters for the most part, and even the aunt being as weird as she was, she was fucking entertaining. So I got to go th- three or two and a half. Tell me, two, th- three. Three. Go with three? Yeah, I'm going with three. I, I really think that's what made this movie fucking work. Well, I'm just going to go with three just because, I mean, I, I enjoyed every character. I don't think any, any uh, actor was, wasn't supposed to be there. I think all the actors that they chose to fit well with the roles that they had to play. And the actors are one of the things that make the movie. This movie is special as it really is when you really think about it. Well said. So that's a good three out of ten points so far. Let's go to the next category as we move right along here into kills. As we discussed, 
Friday the 13th, in comparison to Sleepaway Camp, takes the cake and kills. Okay, you have Tom Savini really helping out. That takes it a little over the top. That's not to say that the Sleepaway Camp kills were not innovative, original, and cool. And that continued throughout the franchise for Sleepaway Camp. Great kills. If you're a person who likes creative kills and fun kills, watch all the Sleepaway Camps. You have a great time. You really will. Even though they're creative, sometimes I'm a body count person, and sometimes I, I need like that one that's going to throw it over the top. And with a lot of point of view shots, um, it kind of takes away a little bit, to be honest with you, because I thought the shower scene maybe was the most fucking... Even though the burning we talked about, he wasn't dying, like the the guy at the cook. But the girl in the shower, she gets a fucking knife right through her. Very psycho-esque, you know. But Through that, her back and down, just digging down, ooh, all the way down her spine. And you see that. Yeah. So that's what happens. The boat scene, I mean, it's just like she pulled, a, she pulled him underwater, and that was it. There's nothing, you know, the, the, the kills the aren't bees. over. Yeah, the bees are a cool one, too. And, I mean, she killed kids, too. Fuck, you know. Um, it was just what it had to be in order to be a great 80s slasher in the kills. We're going to give this guy one and a half. One and a half on kills. Yeah, because the kills aren't very spectacular, but there is a decent body count. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, so, okay, one and a half. That's four and a half out of ten. It's just a competition. Uh, it just a just a little sidebar in that. It's just, there's such competition right in that time frame, with the Friday the Thirteenth, with the Prowler, with the Burning, um, all these movies, man. They just fucking came out and they showed you everything. Obviously, like with the start of like Texas Chainsaw and Halloween, those are kind of like the weird, you know paradigms or anomalies if you will like the the films that didn't show you everything but you thought you saw it but it wasn't on film that's not the the strategy chosen by everyone a lot of people were showing some vicious murders and that kind of became cool if it wasn't for that there would be no special effects today so in comparison you drop it in that was the weight class. It's like you might have had a solid baseball team, but if you were playing the big red machine <laughs> back in the 70s, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. If you had a good team throughout the 2000s, but you played the Patriots, like, I'm fucking sorry. Like, sometimes people just have those, like, you know. It's hard to compete with those kinds of things, but, the, I mean, again, at least they got a decent body count and they got the point across, which they needed to get across, so. Yeah, I wish the Angela name would ring kind of like, you know, the Jason or the Freddy would, though, you know, because it deserves it. Yeah. Because there were sequels, mm-hmm. and that's bullshit. But that that's it on the kills, All okay? right, four and a half out of ten, moving right along to the third, uh, three, third and final three-point category, which is fear. Here's where we're going with this, Ozark Mark. Nostalgia plays a big part, and I don't think too many people are going to be afraid of this movie at this juncture in their life. When it came out, definitely scary in the sense because it's a slasher. Definitely some suspense-building moments, but by 25% of the movie in or 30% of the movie in, you're like, I kind of want these people to fucking die. Like, the people that they're killing are fucking douchebags. Mm -hmm. They're not like the good guys. You're not seeing... Uh, you know, short, short Ronnie getting fucking killed. You're not seeing a uh, little lover boy being nice to Angela, whatever the fuck his name was. With Paul. Paul, that's right. You didn't see him getting killed. 
He, I mean, he does get killed, but... He does, but it's in a different kind of scenario because sure. he was nice to her throughout the whole thing. Yeah. You know, so it's like, it leads up, you know? You don't see these people get fucking murdered that are being nice to her. Like, it's like you gotta cross her and then she'll fucking kill you. Yeah. And it was very systematic. It was like dominoes. It's like, all right, this dude fucking, <laughs> one by one. Oh, you got hit with the water balloon? Don't, I, gone. Yeah, <laughs> throw fucking bees at you, bitch. Like, that's the way it goes. It, it was just very simple. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not scary now. So we're going to rock and roll with one. Just one. That's what we doing, dog. Just one. Just one. Just one on fear. Just one on fear. Okay. So that is five and a half out of ten. Last category. Does Christian Ramey fuck with this movie? Absolutely. 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 It's a fun time. I said at the beginning of the episode, this is a fun time fucking movie. Dude, it's a very fun movie, like I said. And I, not for kids. No. Not for kids. No. I mean, no, teenagers. No horror movie really is for kids, but. You know what's weird, though? Like, kids don't even, like, view the things the same. Like, they're just, like, they see, like, naked chicks in an 80s movie, and they're like, grandma boobs. And they're like, what are they smoking? It's like, they, it doesn't, it's just different. It's just different. Um. I would feel like it would be harder to watch like current, like kind of saucier stuff. But I mean, I have a fucking teenager. I'd let her watch Sleepaway Camp. There's nothing really dirty in it. No. There's just cursing and <laughs> and a and wiener death and a, a yeah, wiener there, at the end. There is a wiener. But that's that's kind of hilarious. Like it everybody, is really funny. Everybody should see that wiener in their life. I mean, you know, it's a very one of the most iconic wieners in horror movie history. Yeah, yeah. So do yourself a favor. And just watch it. I yeah, I, I fuck with it, man. Yeah. Okay. So uh, six and a half out of ten points for the movie Sleepaway Camp. Now that's it correct. Is, now it is kind of a low score, so don't judge us. Don't judge a movie by its score, though. This is just for statistical reasons. Yeah. This is still. This is my opinion. This which is doesn't still, mean jack shit. I'll definitely watch this movie again. Like I said, this is the first time I've seen this movie. Was two days ago. I'm definitely watching this movie again at some point. It is October. so funny. It's even more funny when you watch it with a friend, I guarantee it. Like, if you and me <laughs> watch this movie together, we will be laughing. You think we'll be watching, you know, fucking, I don't know, like a comedy or stand-up comedy when we watch this movie together. We're going to laugh and enjoy. It's very fun. You'd probably make a drinking game out of this fucking movie if there isn't one already. Oh, we definitely could. We'd have to think about it. Yeah. We can make up a drinking game to this movie. Let me watch it again. You know, I'll I'll think of something. Every time you see a belly shirt, (laughs) (laughs) you're going to be fucking sauced up. Every time Ronnie asks, what's wrong? Angela, what's wrong here? Angela, what's wrong? What's going on? I want to see you in my office. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's good stuff, man. That's good stuff, Ozark Mark. It sure is, Christian. Ramy, your head ever itch under your hat? I don't really wear hats anymore because they make my head itchy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you well, see, kind of answers your question, though, don't it? Yeah, it does. But here's what happens. You know, I don't feel like getting my hair cut every fucking week. I got a great barber. I just don't want to get it cut every week. Mm-hmm. I just let it grow. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what people do. Yeah, man, it's fun. That's what hair does. Actually, is it gross? Interesting facts learned here on Sloppy Horror. Do you agree with my rating? Does that feel good to you? Yeah. I think it's I think it's pretty accurate to it. 
because I mean, you know, it's it's a it's a low budget eighty slasher movie. It's very cheesy at some points. It's not a fucking Marvel movie film or any of that thing. <laughs> yeah. It's just a fun. It's a fun eighties mindless slasher movie. Like that's what the, made those movies so great is because they're mindless. It's not very long. It's like an hour and a half. It's like the perfect amount of time. You're not sitting there for two and a half hours watching some high-tech shit. No, you're just watching a bunch of little turds out of camp getting killed, and it's hilarious. Yep. It's hilarious. I love it. it. And there's so many memories of it, too, as being a teenager, because 80s teenagers are so much similar to – they're still similar to how we were teenagers. So it makes you get some memories back there when you look at it, what it was like to be that age, you know. So there's a lot of fun in this for you. To enjoy. So make sure when you watch this movie, you burp one more time. I'm going to throw this remote. I can't this help it. This TV remote. I can't help it. Across and hits you when you're fucking big ass buck teeth, you son I of a bitch. I have gastrointestinal problems. I got gastro. Christian, what's wrong? You got gas? Ozark's angry down there. I'm an angry person. Yep. But uh, yeah, but uh, I will thank you very much, Christian Ramey, for uh, picking this movie this week uh because yeah. uh you know Thanks, i man. very much enjoyed this so i think you will too and if you want to watch this somewhere i know it's on shutter or just go on youtube it's on youtube right now somebody uploaded it props to that person yeah and the and the sequels are usually up on tubi like they usually those movies always make the circuit like on tubi like obviously youtube shutter they're always fucking around right which hell yeah and that's what it's all about, baby. Each week, each fucking Monday, you guys are going to have some scary shit to talk about with us. Or listen to, I should say. Or watch. Or watch. Because we're on the Tubio now. Tubio. Tubio. Thank you, Tubios. Yep, that's what we're going to do, boys and girls. I want to make some more fun YouTube content, okay? We're going to do some kind of wilder shit, though, later on. Later on, Mark, Okay. Crazy shit. We'll we'll we'll, got, we'll keep you guys posted with that. All right. That's that's kind of that's a little later in the season. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. You guys aren't going to be ready for that. But nope. in the meantime, just do the tube you listen on side. You know, wherever you're listening, and we appreciate all you guys. We really do. It makes it makes us look forward to something. We love you so much. We really like you. Yeah. We like we like 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 you. Like not just like you. We like 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 you. Do you want to go to the dance? Yeah. No. That's no, how much not. we like you. So, boys and girls, if you guys have any recommendations, you be sure to get at us, and we'll make sure to respond. We love the interaction, so we will be around, and we're going to be here back for another week clapping them cheeks, talking about something scary. What are we talking about? You don't fucking know. We're all over the map here. You never know where we're going. It's like taking the stick off of a bottle rocket and throwing it at somebody, you never know where we're going to go. Did you ever used to do that? Oh, yeah. Did you ever take bottle rockets, rip the stick off, and just throw it somewhere Don't randomly? Don't you remember in the fucking garage, my, uh, Brad, he fucking did that. And we called a gladiator, and I fucking stepped on it. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> Dude, I had this giant black mark on my foot. <laughs> like, it just burnt, like, lots of flesh on my foot. Like, a half dollar sized. I stepped <laughs> on this bottle, like, not intentionally, like, the ga- a little prefix here. Uh, it, whatever asshole friend was feeling the most assholeish when we were hanging out in the garage would break a bottle rocket, light it, and then would scream gladiator. 
and obviously whoever survived was gladiators. <laughs> I was a gladiator that day, but I got injured. That's all. It's such a stupid idea. It's so stupid, but it's oh, yeah. fun. It's so fun. Being in danger or something like that <laughs> for some reason is so fun. We're not recommending it, but no, you know what we're talking the about. The gladiator is a fun-ass game. Oh, yeah. Like, you could lose an eye. You could severely hurt yourself. It's so stupid, but it's so much fun. It's because you're, we're dumb American kids, and that's what we do is we hurt each other. Yeah. Because it's funny. Now, what what is, um, uh, I, I don't know who, who the gladiator is, though. Are you a gladiator if you live or, like, if you get injured? If you live. Okay. I think. Okay. Okay. I mean, you know. Because I feel like I was a gladiator that day. I was the gladiator. I won. Did you? Is that what you did? Yeah. And then I found out that you just can't keep that like burnt flesh on your body. So like my <laughs> my buddy's mom, like she was like, All right, she was like a nurse. She yep. took me in the bathroom. She's like, All right, you gotta stay still. She put like this washcloth in my mouth and she fucking got a green scour pit and just fucking scrubbed it off. She's like, It Ooh. needs to be fresh and I was like, No, oh, it doesn't. Oh man. <laughs> I'm not kidding you, dude. That was the closest moment Man, I- oh man. Yeah, like, you know that moment in Fight Club where he's pouring a shit on his hand? Yeah. And he's, like, just kind of, like, fuck. That that was the closest I've ever felt to that because I usually have, like, a high pain tolerance. It was just weird because it was, like, in the arch of my foot. So that's, like, really sensitive. Yeah. It's like what, you know, like, when you pull a nose hair and your eye waters? You crying? Like, oh, just fucking. Dude. <laughs> Here's a... I'm such, I don't, I'd like to think, like, I, I, I can take pain well, but I don't at the same time. Like, anything, like, facial pain like she like my wife does to me she'll come and just like plick pluck my eyebrows or something do some shit like that it hurts so bad ow have you ever gotten your eyebrows waxed yes yes i have not like i right down here at the corner of your eyes hurts so bad and they just do it all the time like it's nothing like it's nothing these broads i'm telling you yeah, I'm not built for it. I'm not built for it's it. It's ridiculous. I'm going to keep these Eugene Levy eyebrows. That's what I'm going to do. I do not do well with the the, 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 <laughs> the, the beauty pain of of uh, taking care of yourself very well. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, your mustache I mean, hairs hit, and your just, nose hairs. Look, look, hit me with a baseball on my back. Like, I'll walk it off. But if you, as soon as you start fucking with – pull your nose hairs out with a tweezer. Tell me you will not get tears in your eyes. You could take a professional wrestler down doing that. Oh, yes, you could. Mm. <laughs> It'd be a horrible way to wake somebody up. Just get tweezers. Bro. And then <laughs> pull their nose hairs. I'm immediately fighting. <laughs> and then light a brothel rocket and scream gladiator. <laughs> he said brothel. <laughs> it's because I'm laughing. I'm trying to Give say me it. a brothel. Give me a brothel. You know, I could use a brothel. Gladiator, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be a good way to wake up. That would be. So, boys and girls, don't try it at home, but, uh, you know, film it and then send it to us. It would be hilarious. Yes, if you did, but don't do it. Yeah, don't but do it. But if you did. But if you were going to do it. Already. Before you heard this, you had it in your mind. Mm-hmm. Why not film it? Whoa. I just hurt my toes so bad. There is a in. demon in this house. Ooh, I'm horrible with my toes, too. I can't tell you how many times I stub my toes on the, like, you know, the bed frame, like the little poles mm-hmm. holding the bed up. Oh, God. Wear shoes in the house. Safety first, bro. I should start doing that. House slippers. I need house slippers. You know, actually, I don't wear them that often. I I split my shit on a bed frame one time, too. I had to get, yeah, it was bad. 
It is horrible pain. Mm-hmm. Now, I can walk that off. I still rather take a toe <laughs> stub than other than getting something waxed on my face. Oh, man. That's great. That's it good. Is. So. It is. And uh, what are your uh, closing statements? Here's what my- is your closing statement, sir, on the movie Sleepaway Camp? Closing statements. It's a fun time. There's jugs. It's fun to watch. Do your thing. And make sure you come back here every fucking week. I want your damn recommendations because we love all horror movies. I'm just curious on what people, where you're trying to go with this because we're obviously pointed to a degree. But that's the fun part with horror. There's so many options. And I, I do think, too, I, I mean, we're going to lay it down. I mean, there's going to be all sorts of episodes. We'll probably have some that aren't even structured solely on a movie later down the line. You know, just as long as it's horror-related, if it's a topic. Or maybe, because Corona, I'm not going to lie. Before the Corona shit, you know, there, I do like a weekly fucking thing on YouTube. Because there, so, there was so much news going on. There's so many movie leads. There's so many actors, actresses signing up for stuff. It just hasn't been that way this last year. So we really had to dive deep into the archives of horror because we love it so much. So I said, you know, let's talk about the pillars. Let's talk about what, you know, really affected us and brought us here. But in the same light, I'm really excited that all this COVID shit's starting to slow down. Movie news is coming out. Theaters are going to come back soon. I really think we're going to be back in the horror business. We're going to be at these conventions. And I want you to see Ozark Mark, okay? And I want you to give him a hug. Cause he's sad sometimes. That's good. Yes, very excited for movies to come back because we could use some new uh, good horror movies here. Yeah. So uh, that'll be exciting. And we'll tackle those as well. We're not just going to go into the past. We're going to go into the current as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so, we'll, go, we'll go see The Conjuring. Uh, we'll go see The Conjuring, and then we'll, we'll, we'll lay it down with the rating. We'll lay it down for you. Very good. That's a good that's a good uh, final words there, Christian Ramey. So wherever you're at in the world, we thank you. Can I do my thing here? Oh can I oh, do the I'm, thing? I was can I do the thing? You were doing oh, you very much saw it. Can I do my thing here? I am so sorry. I bet you are. Now I forget what it was, so good. I'm glad. I hope you're proud of yourself for that. I cannot give you deeper condolences. Listen. Everybody listening, we love you. I hope you have seen Sleepaway Camp and you enjoy it and you enjoyed going down memory lane with us. Now, if you haven't seen Sleepaway Camp, I suggest you go watch it and you have fun. Have yourself a good time. Please enjoy it for what it really is and you will enjoy it. So with that, man, oh man, we're out. We're out.